Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Foodcast 360, where we talk about football and all the stuff related to football. Uh, yeah, the Premier League match week 2 has been done and dusted. I, uh, yeah, we are going to be reviewing the last game of the match week 2, you know, West Ham versus Leicester City's game. I think uh, this game is the best so far in the match week 2, other than the City's domination of uh, Norwich City and not to mention that Leeds and Everton game was also a nice one. But this standouts all of it. Uh, you know, for me, I think everyone predicted a Leicester City win. Uh, but West Ham surprised everyone. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking in-depth about this game. And we have Edwin here who, who is supporting West Ham's West Ham United. And Akash here, our usual Leicester City supporters. So, yeah, I'll start with uh, Edwin. So, Edwin... Going into the game, what what was your thoughts on the West Ham's lineup? Did you expect anyone or the same lineup? You know, it's the David Moyes thing. You know, it's like uh, he doesn't simply change anybody in that starting level. Not even the goalkeeper. Uh, we have Ariola on the bench. We thought he'd start, but even Moyes didn't even consider Ariola to start ahead of Fabianski. So, that just shows the trust that Moyes has in the starting 11. I was not surprised really to see this starting 11 to play against Leicester because that's just the way Moyes plays these days. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, uh, Lucas Fabianski is more of a legend at West Ham. I think he played for so many years there. And he deserves to start, you know. Uh, Ari- but even even you bought Ariola, he's a, he's a starting goalkeeper for sites like West Ham United. You know, last season he was at Fulham. If I'm not wrong, he played uh, averagely well, but the team didn't play well. So, yeah, uh, Akash, your thoughts on the Leicester City's lineup? So we all uh, we all have been waiting for uh, Daka to do something, but you know he couldn't do. He came off. he came on on the bench so your thoughts on the lineup the lineup wasn't bad because the earlier news was that westergaard who we brought in due to the crisis in the center back department and he he succumbed to an injury during the training which was a, a major setback and blow for us because daniel amarte is not our first choice to cover up that center back position with sancho so there was that part where we felt a little bit of underconfident and also if you judge the history between these two sides last time west ham did a double on us so there was plenty to play for in this game but i feel like you know after that first game last season where we deservingly lost and since then what happened was you know when when west ham beat us 3-0 in the first time then on the second time a couple of our players were suspended to participate into the match because three to four players prominent leicester city players attended a house party breaking covid protocols so second time we didn't have a proper powered up squad and this time i felt like there was too shallow in the in the back line uh, there were too shallow in the back line and really it, it you saw the performance you saw the result and that was a reflection of the depletion that we have and the injuries that we are gathering to ourselves in the start of the season yeah uh, i am talk I, i'll be 
just uh, uh, in a minute i will be talking about for a minute i will be talking about the current situation in our team in you know, dortmund the same thing is happening we don't have a solid center back everyone is injured like match hummels is injured we don't have a right back uh, for at least uh, roberto pereira is there for leicester but we don't know you know we don't have even a right back and the same thing happened like daniel amarte is a defensive midfielder and he played as a center back for this match and for the past 3 matches axel witzel who's been our uh, secondary captain uh, if royce is not playing and he is also a defensive midfielder but he kind of plays at the back uh, for the past 3 matches you know no defenders is there and the, and same kind of results have been going on uh, around our team too so you know akash i i kind of uh, know that pain and yeah that's what i was about to say and edwin so uh, first of pablo fornals only goal and ayose perez's red card was the incident that happened in the first half so your thoughts on the goal you know you did you expected the goal yeah i thought from the start itself we dominated possession maybe not to bit like lester but when we were uh, given the opportunity to counter attack we did it perfectly i think that uh, benrama antonio bowen and fornals connection has been increasing over the past couple of months i think they correlate to each other very well so what the fornals goal was actually you know pretty straightforward west ham counter attack you know benrama swapping to the left fornals going through the center uh but it was it was a good goal because we were so impressive on the attacking third that you just knew a goal was coming but then uh, unfortunately for lester they had to play with 10 men after a controversial red card i would say i don't know i i think it should have been a yellow but nothing more than that but when you consult var you know things get more trickier because it's either you can give a red card or you can let it go but as far as i know that was not a leveable challenge because it's uh, studs up it's hitting way above the angle so it's a it's a 50 50 tackle but i'd say but you know in the end i think it's the right decision i think but even though lester went down 10 men i was i'm still not convinced that they, uh, the result would change because we were still controlling possession and were more attacking than the lester side Uh, so uh, the red card was controversial but i still think we would have won maybe not by not by the score 4-1 but maybe a little bit lesser but i think we'd win yeah so coming to com- talking about the red card akash uh, you and i been watching pretty closely on leicester city you know the first game uh, isg perez did, did did nothing he did zero uh, yeah you also said that he he played he did not play very well and this match he started again and he got a red card so how bad are you uh, waiting for a new right right winger akash first of all let me agree uh, that yes i was a perez hasn't been doing much in our right winger role and we are desperate to add a right winger but just now uh, just before this recording 3 minutes earlier our prime target noni manduke of psv eindhoven just signed an extension so that really puts me into a bad mood talking about the red card yesterday 
I don't think it was controversial. I think it was pretty straightforward, and I supported the referee's decision of giving Jose Perez a red card because I feel like he was doing nothing. And even if he gets suspended for two three matches, it will be a silver lining for us because Brendan Rodgers would be forced to tinker with the squad and try out new things. Maybe we'll see more of Daka and Sumare and also Kiri and Rosberry Hall, whom I highly rate. Westergaard will be soon back soon, and uh, I think that will be giving our defense a bit of cover. Also, Ryan Butnard, the other Southampton player that we signed this season, was also facing uh, issues with COVID-19, so he was also out. And uh, I must tell you that West Ham deserved to win this match, despite whether we were 10 men or 11. It, 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 it didn't matter in the end of the game. But I feel like even if we, we, if we had 11 men on the pitch, West Ham would have uh, got the score that they got finally. I think it, it would be 3-0 or 3-1. But yeah, an extra goal you can say for a man less. Uh, not to undermine anything that West Ham did. They're a splendid side under David Moyes. And I would love to see more of them in the future in European competitions and other, other ventures as well. So, great game uh, from West Ham's side. We, we didn't have a proper squad, but that's not an excuse. There's just admiring the other side that they dominated us and they got the win. I think this result should give us uh, give us a motivation to sign the right-winger problem that we are having because not many days are left in the transfer window. I hope that happens and something positive comes out of this. Yeah, so the, the thing is Leicester, Leicester City really need a right-winger. Uh, not to care if it was a transfer or a loan, but they are really searching for their targets, you know. Like you said, Noni Mondike was a target for us too, like Dortmund too. Uh, he was a target for Spurs too because he's been performing so goodly, uh, so great. At PSV, he scored the opening goal for the season uh, against Ajax. You know, that's a great thing. For Yeah, he's 20 or 19, but he's a great player, you know. But uh, he signed his contract extension. That's the, that's the news he gave us. Thank you for that. And yeah, coming into the second half, you know, uh, going from the uh, you know from the start, uh, West Ham dominated. We could see that from the stats, you know, nineteen shots and seven on target, uh, whereas Leicester City had five shots and one only one on target, which is a goal from Yuri Tielemans. You know, it's great to see Tielemans scoring because uh, you know he's a great player. Uh, he plays slightly below the attacking order, but yeah, it's great to see him score and. Uh, Edwin, your thoughts on Ben Rahmas uh, and Mikel Antonio's link up? You know, Antonio score a four minute brace. That's great to see. And Said Ben Rahma is also uh, is also performing well this season. But you know, last season he faced a lot of criticism. Uh, so, your thoughts on his comeback kind of thing? Yeah, actually, David Moyes took a little bit of a time to adjust Ben Rahma to the league to. Uh, to make him watch, observe the game, how it is life, how life is in the Premier League. So, I'm not surprised to see Ben Rama performing this good because we know how he was at Brentford at the uh, at the Championship for the previous two seasons or so. He can score worldies. He is a world class player. He is a good dribbler of the ball, and uh, he's combining well with the lads at West Ham. If you know. He's combining well with Fornals, Bowen, Antonio, all the front players. So, it's not 
much of a surprise to see Ben Rama performing like this at the moment. And talking about Antonio, you know, he's just a great player, man. He started out as a right back for West Ham when he signed. He went up up the pitch when Moyes came in, played as a right winger before ultimately changing into a striker when we were short of strikers. So that first of all that shows how Moyes can influence the position, various positions of players and changing tactics accordingly. And secondly, it just shows that Antonio can play as a very good number nine role for the club as well. He's now I think he's scored 49 goals which is the highest tally in the Premier League after Paolo Di Canio. So, it's great to see him scoring two goals and hopefully he can score much more. Yeah, yeah. like you said, Antonio started as a right-back during his academy days. But, you know, due to the uh, striker, there's kind of a striking, striker issue, you know, Antonio stepped up and he's a great player, man. Uh, now, 49 goals for a single club. Uh, all these years, you know, that's great to see Antonio getting back to his pace. You know, last season also, West Ham's main player, uh, main goal scorer, goal getter was Antonio. The next was Jesse Lingard. Yeah, talking about Jesse Lingard, uh, I think there, possibly there would be no return kind of thing because Ole Gunnar admitted that he wants uh, Lingard and he's on his plans. So, I think West Ham t- really did a great job on kind of replacing Lingard with Fornals, you know, last season when Lingard plays, Fornals will be mostly on the bench or in the left side of the pitch. But, you know, Ben Rahma also picked his form this season and Fornals is also doing so. And Edwin, I'll ask you again. So, your final thoughts on the game, Edwin? Yeah, so final thoughts, uh, like my... Uh, was saying, but like the Leicester City were short of very good players like Evans, Westergaard, and uh, so on and so forth. They were missing good, really good players in their squad, but uh, it was a good showing from them as well. You know, they kept possession of the ball, they never gave up. Wadi was constantly a threat, you know, pressing the ball, and likewise, but we were good enough to hold him and Ianacho and Daka back. and. Uh, we were good on the counter-attack and the attacking third passing as well. So, I think in the end, it's a really deserved result. And we move on to Crystal Palace this weekend. It's a deserved result for West Ham. And Haka, so your final thoughts on Leicester City's loss against West Ham. So, will you be expecting them to get back to the pace next match, Akash? The next match is a comparatively easy fixture for us. I think it's against Norwich. So, I'm expecting a win because the team should be winning this kind of matches where you don't expect to drop points. But the much-needed kick has been delivered by the Hammers. So, I'm glad for that. It happened at a time when Brendan Rodgers now needs a deep introspection with the things he needs to deal with. And that is the part where a managerial experience comes into hand. I I know we can bounce back from this stronger, but uh, without without providing the set of artilleries to the manager, you can't expect to win every 50-50 battles that you're going to face. The only takeaway from the West Ham game that I would really be sad about is 
the way we lost the ball sonchu did a couple of times which resulted into, into the two goals that we conceded so that is a really hurtful factor that i am taking away from this game i hope lessons can be learned from the mistakes and that will be my outtake from this game yeah i think now another news has came that uh, harry kane will be staying at tottenham so there won't be any move Uh, for hurricane in the coming days you know the transfer window is going to be going to close in in less than a week so so can uh, so manchester city will be looking at other targets so yeah talking about uh, transfers you know let's let me ask edwin here so is there any transfer talk going on around uh, west ham edwin uh, we know ariola has joined the club and he will be Uh, playing in the coming games but you know other than ariola is there any transfer news that's going on yeah so actually there are uh, quite a few rumors still persisting i think there will be no outgoing transfers because uh, you know all the players are very really important to our squad i think the only a transfer news that i can assure is uh, we will be signing kurt zuma from chelsea for 30 million and that should be completed by this week because chelsea want to sign jules konde from sevilla and so they'll be rushing forward to sell uh, zuma for less than what he's worth right now i think zuma is around 35 to 40 million and they are willing to sell for 30 uh deals are really close and uh, you know it's uh, it's just a matter of time before the medicals are complete and he's uh, revealed as a west ham player other than that of course the lingard rumor still persists you know but i don't uh, really fancy their chances because i think united are asking for a rice and lingard swap which i don't think will ever happen right now uh but if uh, we and if we do need a you know and it's still my personal opinion i still feel that we do need a striker and a left back but uh, you know david moyes can may, might play ariola as a left back who knows and still he still might do well so i'm hoping to see more of tra- more of transfer rumors this weekend yeah you know anything can happen during the end of the transfer window window so yeah i think west ham are were about to buy milinkovic from fiorentina but uh, stocks have been stalled and they quickly um, look at uh, looked at other options and you know kurt zuma is a great player he has so much premier league experience uh, i think he will be the number 4 for west ham you know there is not kind of a player who is um, the main center back for west ham city you know craig dawson was good and uh, antonio obogano o obana so sorry i'm butchering his name uh, he is italian so he is also a great player but you know zuma could could be starting every game because you know coming from chelsea chelsea are a great side now in dcs they could also potentially fight for the title and yeah kurt zuma for 120 uh, 30 million will be a great deal but there were some kind of issues that were persisting around the zuma deal you know he, uh, 
the weights he was asking was kind of too high but you know romano officially tweeted that it's a done deal and will be announced in a while so yeah we we, we should trust fabrizio romano so yeah akash uh, is there any incomings outgoings at leicester city i think the final weekend would be very interesting at leicester because there are there were a couple of players who the club doesn't want to keep into the into the wages structure i think hamza choudhury is is one of the talents that will likely be loaned in the in the last days of the transfer window the second player that was on the speculation of leaving the club was Dennis Pratt I don't know the trail has gone soft on that news but uh, he could be a potentially sellable asset because as we approach the the end of the transfer window we really need a right winger and after Manduke gone I think the only player that remains is Berardi of uh, Italy and Sassuolo so uh, to get him we would need around 35 to 40 million euros which is not a cheap price for a club like leicester so to get that deal done i think the selling of dennis pride would be essential in the coming coming days if that happens because either way if you are if you are not giving brendan rodgers a, a, a right winger you are not, you can't expect a proper result of challenging in in europa league and into the league because you are putting him in a very precarious position from where the manager cannot deal so much because already there are ample of injuries if you are depleting on your defense you should be stronger on your offensive side and to have neither is a worrying sign for us and a club like leicester judging by the season that that we have had we have missed missed the fourth spot by inches so if to ensure that a slip up doesn't happen on the final day of the season we need these signings and i don't know how it will happen because manduke deal was looking really close and on the verge of his of the, if, uh, his agent just got the you know what happens is uh, agents are very shrewd and they kind of judge the temperament of the market around them and i'm sure manduke's agent just sensed that many teams were trying to poach that player and he got a better deal out of PSG Eindhoven so that was brilliant business from their side but it put, puts us in a very worrying situation at the moment yeah yeah let's all hope Leicester buys a right winger they need so they need a right winger so badly and you know anything can happen uh, i'm saying it again anything can happen in the final days of transfer window you know club always the club always has players on the list if not they will also have backups you know they could go for a loan at the last minute at the last hour of the transfer window anything can happen so let's wish luck for both of your teams you know the next match for you both guys is going to be slightly easier you know leicester going up against norwich and west ham going up against crystal palace both of the matches is taking place at the same time saturday 28th of august and guys if you are hearing this tomorrow is the champions league draw group stage draw and we'll be having a banger of a episode you know we'll be having a uh, united fan city fan liverpool fan chelsea fan not only from premier league you know real madrid fan barcelona fan will be there 
AC Milan, Inter Milan, Juventus fan will be there. Bayern Dortmund fan will be there. Paris Saint German fan will Paris Saint German fan will be there. So it's going to be a banger of episode. You know, I think it's probably the biggest guest list episode, and I'm preparing for a. I'm asking a friend, uh, for Zoom premium premium for uh, that one episode because it it surely exceeds the given forty minutes of time. So Edwin and Akash, thank you so much. You guys have talked about. West Ham and Leicester City's game, and you also talked about the current things that are happening on your clubs. So that's the end of the episode, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, stay tuned for those Champions League draw episode, and we'll meet again soon. Thank you.